inside this squared circle. I have wined and dined with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. The Squared Circle Digest, that is. Here is your host, Sean Stanley. Saturday, you know what that means. We are high atop the beautiful Inter-Miami CF Stadium here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, overlooking the downtown skyline. Alex Aguirre running the controls for me this week, so we'll be getting him involved here in all of the wrestling talk. And we had some good stuff going down this past week. Some good shows. It's funny, though, because I felt SmackDown usually, which is uh, to me is one of the better products being put out, was uh, kind of mild this week compared to the other ones. It started on Sunday with the NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day pay-per-view. So we'll dive into that. We'll take a look at a little bit of the Monday Night Raw, the SmackDown, WWE getting ready for the Elimination Chamber, AEW. They're getting ready for that in March, was it third, March 2nd card with Shaq going to be involved. And also you're starting to see some stuff gearing up for the Revolution pay-per-view. So a lot to get to. Alex, I'll bring you in right now. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing good, you know, beautiful view, nice, a little chilly this morning. I don't know, I don't know about you. You always come in with short sleeves, so. Oh, I, I can. I used to go in the snow as long as there's no wind. Oh, okay. I go in the snow in tank tops. Damn, nah. Like it was a little chilly today, and it was like probably 65 degrees. I was like, because like yesterday it was like 80. So. There was a nip in the air this morning. Yes, yeah, it was. a little bit, a little bit. But no, everything's good. Beautiful view. Yes. Yeah, and actually, next week, let's let's discuss this real quick before okay. we dive into the wrestling. Next week, All right. I will have a lead-in starting up with Mr. Alex Aguirre and Christian Chase. That's right. They'll be going deep into the count, talking Major League Baseball, some Marlins. Give us just a little bit. You know, I'll, I'll give you two minutes of, of my showtime. Two minutes, wow. To explain uh, the lead-in show starting next week. We will move to 8 o'clock. From 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock, you will have sports talk right here on SideRadio.com. Local sports talk right here at OnSideRadio.com. Mr. Geary, what will we get going deep into the count? Well, Sean and everyone listening, deep into the count, it's with me and one of the contributors from Five Reasons Sports, Christian Chase, he covers the Marlins with them. So we are combining forces. We are doing a tag team, a sort, you know, for, you know, we're doing a wrestling there show. We so go, I got, there, there we go. Yeah, I hey. like it. I like it. So we are teaming up to uh, talk about, obviously, the Miami Marlins. Um, they have a lot to talk about, even though they're predicted to be last in the standings because they, they have one of the best farm systems in Major League Baseball. So this spring training alone we have a lot to talk about with their youth and their development and who's going to be in the starting rotation and the cl- the clutter of outfielders they have with the signing of Adam Duvall and Corey Dick- Dickerson installing Marte and then the loads of prospects that are that play the outfield position so we'll talk about that you know playing time and whatnot in Major League Baseball they changed the baseballs so mm-hmm. we'll see if that affects the home run count as yeah, well. Yeah, they deadened them, right? Yeah, something like that with the laces as well. So we'll talk about you know how that affect you know the pitchers and the hitters as well, and talk about different trades. A lot of big names haven't been signed yet, like Yasiel Puig. So we'll, talk, we'll, we'll update our listeners with the free agent free agency as well in spring training. So yeah, a lot of talk about Major League Baseball, especially now with like kind of a full season compared to last season with only sixty games. 
I, I think I went over two minutes. I'm sorry. No, that, that's actually, I'm watching it right now. It just hit two minutes. Perfect. Yeah. It's that radio timing you got right there. And that is going to be deep into the count. That will be the lead-in from starting at 8 o'clock next week right here at OnSideRadio.com. Then I'll have your airwaves at 9 with the Squared Circle Digest. And, of course, at 10 o'clock, David Dwork, Chirpin' the Cats will get you going. Hockey, Florida Panthers, probably the best team in South Florida right now. Then Austin Robillard will have you from 11 to 1. Kai's Corner at 1. And J-Rod, the experience, will close it out up until 4 o'clock. And, of course, Sunday, they get you started at 7 a.m. at Sunday Sports Drop. And, of course, one-on-one at 9 with Juan Cardona, and that's Jazz Santana with the Sunday Sports Drop. Well, what I want to talk about is something that happened last Sunday. It was the NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day pay-per-view. And I got to tell you, I thought it was going to be a good card. But this was probably the best takeover in a while in a while overall overall card i'm not saying from top to bottom on this card i i thought was one of the better ones there's been probably other matches that in the takeovers that that could go with some of the matches that were on this card but from top to bottom this card to me what was one of the better cards they've had at a vengeance or at an nxt takeover pay-per-view and I think it showed for them when you saw their rating kind of go up the Wednesday afterwards. They, they finally used some of the pay-per-view, and now they got – let's see if they can keep the momentum. I want to go over some of the card. Uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, again, I think Raquel Gonzalez is, is going to be the future of that division. She has changed so much since she debuted. Her in-ring work. It's gotten a lot better. I think it's still good. She's got more. She's not at the ceiling. She's not at her ceiling at all. They picked up the win, and then you saw on uh, WWE NXT this week, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax confronted them. So look for them to get a shot. Here here was the match I thought was going to be the the match of the night and possibly could have turned out that way. Johnny Gargano. And Kushida, again, these two guys go. They they have there's, – there's no off switch for these two guys. They, they go full blast. And, again, just the wrestling. Hang on, when you're watching a match, you're, they're telling a story inside the ring. And I, I just thought that they hit it on all aspects of it, the buildup to the match – the even the the Austin Theory situation with Dexter Loomis before the match. All of a sudden, it's Johnny Gargano against Kushida. Nobody else there. Johnny Gargano pulls out the victory, and I thought it was a great match. And and now we'll see where it goes. Because again, I I think both these guys could be up. I know they're both quote-unquote, air quotes, smaller guys. And I hope they stay at NXT. But they both have talents to be on whatever. If you want to call the Raw and SmackDown the main roster, uh, I think NXT is its own brand. Um, But both of those guys could go with either ones. I think the 
surprise of the night was what happened next. Grizzled Young Veterans, they were in the finals of the Dusty Cup the year before. Make it again this year. Everybody thinking they're going to probably win it. And MSK, the new tag team that has come on with uh, Wesley and Nash Carter. A great tag team, by the way. Great tag team. And this this match right here, I think, again, when they came in, they came in right into the Dusty uh, Cup, into the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. They were being pushed from the beginning. This kind of just put the little extra fuel in the rocket pack that's jetted them to the top of uh, probably the tag team rankings in the NXT. It's going to be interesting to see how they do. Where do they go next? Do they get an NXT title shot? Do they get pushed around a little bit? Because right now they've been skyrocketed right to the top. The women's match, I didn't think, disappointed. Um, it was entertaining. It was it was what it needed to be. It was a triple threat. Ladies match, Io Shirai, Tony Storm, Mercedes Martinez. And all of them shined. All of them, it was a good match. The problem, I think, was that you saw some of the other matches leading up to that. And it was a good match. It wasn't as, you know, as exciting or a lot of the moves. Very hard-hitting match. And then you got to the hardest-hitting match of them all. Finn Balor and Pete Dunne. And you saw by the end of it, this match, this isn't over. Dunne, uh, Lorcan. And Birch attacking Balor at the end. Of course, the save made by the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly. And then they gave it to us, right? They gave us that moment to where it's like, aha. Because that whole pay-per-view... Had you going. It did. But then they threw the cherry on the top when Adam Cole. The final shot you see is the four of them standing there. Finn Balor, they're giving the undisputed sign. Finn Balor starts to do his guns super kick from Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly starts arguing with them. Super kick for O'Reilly. He leaves Roderick Strong just kind of looking confused. That's how the show went off the air. They made you want more. They made you want to tune in on Wednesday to see where this was leading. Still didn't beat out at AEW. And again, I don't like the whole thing now with the ratings war. I don't think there's a ratings war. These are two great wrestling shows. But their ratings were up. Significantly from the week before. People tuned in to see the fallout from Vengeance Day. And Kyle O'Reilly came out and wanted to, to go at Adam Cole. Roderick Strong comes out. They end up making a six-man with them later on in the show. The end of the show, here comes Adam Cole out, nails Balor. 
Goes to leave. There's Kyle O'Reilly. O'Reilly was given the benefit of the doubt. You're kind of looking like, oh, what's going to happen here? He hits O'Reilly, picks him up, suplexes him on the steel steps. And then that's where it kind of things took a turn, right? There was uh, reports that uh, it was stretched out because he had had uh, seizures. You know, again, WWE it went off the air. It's it's Triple H checking on O'Reilly. There's there's things going on. You got fans, few fans back in the Capital Sports Arena there, and some reports come out that 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 looked like he had a seizure. False reports, by the way, or at least that's what WWE is telling us. And Kyle O'Reilly himself came out and said he was selling. The injury. Sold it so well he had the fans there. Believe me, he may have had a seizure. I got texted by some people saying, did you see what happened to Kyle O'Reilly? He had a seizure. It's being, you know, again, some people are saying that he had a seizure. Kyle O'Reilly got gotcha. you. WWE NXT's got you. People are invested in this. I'll tell you this much. I did not want to see the Undisputed Era end now. But I think they've come to a spot where, where do you go with them? They had the run with uh, Pat McAfee and Lorcan Birch done. But after that, what What's next? If you remember O'Reilly and Cole, oh, Ring of those matches, this is going to be a great feud. And then you throw Balor in there as well, depending on how they run this. Maybe Pete Dunne, a four-way. They they have put in place. Enough where you can get emotionally involved right now, invested into what's going on in NXT. And and you see this on a lot of the card that they're doing right now. They're making you invest in the characters of NXT. And this is my plea a little bit to WWE. Let them stay there at NXT. Let these characters grow. Because right now, every time somebody steps up to Raw or SmackDown, you don't see that same effect. Damian Priest? Uh, they've paired him with Bad Bunny. He's helped Bad Bunny win the 24-7 championship. He's, they, they're doing something with him. Keith Lee? Mm. Retribution? Eh. Who from NXT has made the jump and stayed as hot as they were when they were in NXT? Some of that could change. Keith Lee might have an opportunity this Sunday, possibly. 
And they said he was injured or some other stuff going on there, so I don't know if he's going to be in the pay-per-view. He's scheduled to be in a triple threat with Riddle and Lashley. And we're going to dive into the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view when we come back. And as we were discussing, next Saturday, February 27th, 8 a.m., baseball fans will go deep into the count with Alex Geary and Christian Chase. Catch the show at Talks Marlins and all the big stories in the major leagues. Next Saturday, February 27th, 8 a.m., catch the debut deep into the count only exclusively right here at OnSideRadio.com. Find the podcast for the Squared Circle Digest on all podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast.